This came from a QSource conversation. Here's the question. Can your mission be accomplished or does it last your entire life? Here's an answer that one of the packs chimed in with. This is the main issue that once resolved gave me so much peace. I once thought that once I was the CEO, once I had the cabin, the boat, the beach house, I would then be able to rest. With great meditation, I found that this supposed date of rest would be the end of my life. I'll still get things because they're a worthy aspiration for what I want in life. But when I get them, the work still needs to happen. There's another dimension of growth that opened to me. I then determined that life and the beauty of what is based on having a concrete mission, be a fully realized man in body, spirit, and resources, bolstered my little missions. The completion of these missions reveals our capability and our power based on the frame we have. As a husband, my mission is to learn about my wife daily so I can be a rock for her. As a worker, my mission is to hit singles daily to provide value for my family. As a child of God, my mission is to walk daily with him, to be open to having my darkness revealed to me and allowing his grace into my life. The work never ends because the work is precious and it compounds over time. That is the meaning of life, at least my life. That is F35Hole. This is COT Podcast. From the F3 Nation Podcast Studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Oh, yeah. Package. 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 Shortened work week with yesterday, Labor Day. Good morning. How are you feeling? I'm uh, feeling fantastic. Just got back from the mountains, and guess what? About to turn around, go Head right back. back. <laughs> so, listen, we had the great state of North Carolina covered from the mountains to the coast. So, we were yeah. coast side, you were mountain side. So, it felt good to have us flanking this great yes. state at, at, uh, at both of those borders. Got your six, and uh, all sides are uh, secure. Yes, sir. Uh, great words by Five Hole to kick off the show. I love that perspective. We saw that come across a, a Q Source Slack channel and immediately nabbed that and said, Fives, you mind if we uh, share that with the nation? He said, please do. And so great words there. And then I also saw something come across the Twitters last week. Every time we play the intro, this guy says, when he listens, he repeats the names back of the guys <laughs> that are in the COT. Denali. I thought that was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, Five Holes words when, I, when we saw him, I think it's been about a week or so when that came across. Um, he's, he's becoming one of the more eloquent uh, writers that, I, that, that yeah. chimes in on the Q-Source material. And it's really quite amazing because he's able to articulate a lot of what I think yeah. and I can't get this country tongue untied enough to, uh, <laughs> to bring it, to bring it to the masses. So uh, yeah. anytime he types something out, I'm a, I'm a hard. He is, um, I'll tell you this to too. Reflect on. He is, uh, he is a hilarious 
Facebook live story follow and Instagram. So, you know, you can do these stories now instead of just doing a post, you know, these little clips. He's got this dry sense of humor that has me, I mean, dying sometimes. He'll do one where he's like, I don't know that we are uh, connected on the the uh, socials. It might be worth you getting in to that. So here here we sit uh, to share the news of the F3 Nation. Grateful once again that you men are choosing to carve out a little bit of time in your week and get caught up with all the great things happening. We got T-claps and we got some taps to give out and of course some him doing him stuff across F3 Nation. We got a special guest joining us here in a few minutes to talk about some him doing him stuff work that he got involved with over the weekend. So we'll catch up with that and it's related to F3 Disaster Ops. A few newsworthy uh, notes to share with you men. I know you've pulled the trigger on this. Uh, Grow Ruck Louisville coming up October the 10th, 10, 10, 2020. They're going to take registrations according to Kilo all the way up until the 9th, right? So you can register all the way up until it's go time. But I am told that that I think it's a, a beautiful Homewood Suites there in Louisville has got the block until September the 14th. So if you guys are eyeballing uh, Grow Ruck Louisville, Going to be the last one of the calendar year, Calendario, if I'm checking in with my man Rapido. And, uh, yeah, it's either Louisville. Right. It certainly ain't Louisville. It ain't Louisville. That's for <laughs> dang sure. We lift long and we lift heavy. Anyways, uh, you got to get in for that. So uh, F3Nation.com, check out the Grow Ruck page and get everything you need there. As always, head to F3Tenure.com. Get yourself signed up for the big event, uh, the big jamboree, which is going to be uh, MLK weekend in uh, January. And we will be announcing the keynote speaker here in a matter of potentially a week. So uh, coming at you here in the near future, we're going to be announcing who that keynote speaker is. You're not going to want to miss that news. But in advance, uh, I recommend you head over to F3Tenure.com and register your butt. Register your butt. Get it on the line, as my mom would say. <laughs> Get it on the line. I like it. I like it. What'd you do up in the mountains this weekend? Did you have a little quality family time? We had a lot of QT family time. Um, everybody and their mother, except for you, was up there, seemingly. Yep. Sounds um, like it. Glorious, absolutely glorious weather. For all the rain and uh, everything that they've had over the, the spring and the summer, I mean, it was yep. 73 three degrees, no clouds, uh, worked out with the big boys yesterday, co-queued with Canuck from down in Cornelius, shout out to F3 Canuck. Um, and it was 48 degrees at the start. Um, Jeez, what? And it was, it was so glorious. Um, went up for a cruise, took the M on a, um, on a drive. My mother-in-law saw has that, a 73, man, a uh, bug? a whole 73 super beetle, um, little four in the floor. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a fun little, little, uh, piece of German engineering. I'll put it that way. Good. And, um, so we just did, we did our normal girl out, smoke out, all those yeah. kind of things. So you, the M and, uh, I, we very quickly kind of passed over this last week and didn't give it a lot of attention. Not that it needs a whole heck of a lot, but, uh, you know, you, the M and 2.2, I guess, if we're doing the 2.0, 2.1, 2.2 thing, little baby in the womb there. And so I didn't really give you a huge congratulations and virtual hug and all that good stuff last week when you, when you sort of slid that news in on us. So congrats, man. well, thank you. Yeah. We're excited about it. We're, uh, we're officially a COVID statistic, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we're, uh, we're pumped. (laughs) The little, the little lady. Uh, uh, we found out at the end of last week is there'll be an, another girl. Oh, we got so, another uh, girl coming. Yeah, we got a girl. Uh, my my two point Grayson. She's what I she's yeah. uh, seven. 
Yeah. And then uh, you texted me yesterday and said, Hey, give me some advice for having two girls. And my response was as if you think I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Somebody's got to know something somewhere. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pumped. Uh, late February arrival, Great. we think at the moment. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let's go to the phone lines because what I wanted to see was let, let's say, for example, um, you know, you repeato, we're going to be congratulated, you know, by, by yourself. So if, if, if repeato was going to talk to himself and, and congratulate himself about having, you know, baby number three coming, I want to go to the phone lines to see if we can, uh, maybe get an idea as to what that would sound like if I can get technology to work on my side here. So if, if, uh, if Rapido was to talk to Rapido about baby number three coming, what do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Doa Rapido might say? I'm going to be honest with you. It's almost impossible to tell, <laughs> but if I was the guessing man, and sometimes I am, I probably would look in the eyes of Mrs. Pedo. And I would say, honey, if you were going to congratulate me on baby number three or baby number Treso, what might you say? And I think Mrs. Pito would look back at me and she would say, honey, I couldn't be more happy for us. And I think you, with this one, have nailed period it, (laughs) period. It sounds to me, uh, let's go to uh, uh, standard regular Rapido here. <laughs> Southern Mississippi has kind of creeped into that accent, a scotch. There's a little uh, bit more. A uh, little bit more, but I think he's been working on it. A I think bit. he has been working on it, and I love every minute of it. So that, uh, that voice is uh, none other than the darkest of all helmets, who has perfected and clearly been spending some time over the long weekend working on his Rapido <laughs> impression. I've been listening to way too many COT podcasts. <laughs> No such thing, my friend. We need the clicks. I appreciate it. So this spurred up a few weeks ago on 43 feet and, I mean, had dread belly laughing. And, and luckily, my co-host here is not sensitive and doesn't have thin skin and isn't going to get all offended by someone. Well, frankly, some at his expense, I'm triggered. <laughs> Frank, good morning. And you know, you, I don't know if you know, but when Rapido gets triggered, you know what that means? It's time to go shooting. Well, that's one option. <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. If it flies, it dies. Actually, I was thinking more of like a double cheeseburger from the Mickey D's. But well, the Mac Double, as it's affectionately <laughs> known. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you both. Let me ask you both this. Let me ask. Yes. You this. If you were to um, to be preparing uh, for Grow Ruck Louisville coming up again, that's ten ten twenty twenty, which we may or may not be. Both of us right. might be. May or may not be. If both of you are going to be training for that. Uh, yeah. Doa Rapido, what, what would be your uh, course of action here over the next you know, month to get ready for that? Let me tell you. Here's what I would recommend to all the men who are headed to Grow Ruck. <laughs> there it <Louisville>. is. <laughs> Grow Ruck Louisville. Here's what you're going to do. First thing you're going to do is lift heavy. I like it. The next thing you're going to do is lift long. Oh, I like that too. And you're going you're gonna to put that as much weight on your back as you can. You're going to walk as far as you can. And then when you feel like you can't go anymore, you're going to look yourself in the face and you're going to say, Rapido, you're going to have to Rapido that. And <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Regular, uh, any, uh, any questions really for yourself? If you had to, you know, if you had to put yourself <laughs> in the spot here. 
Well, I'd be curious to know what are my main expectations and the differences between Grow Ruck Sand Hills and Grow Ruck Louisville based on what we've seen, heard, and discussed out of Grow Ruck, Kansas City? A reasonable question for myself. Thank you, Self. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the biggest difference that you're going to find is that the, the cadre are a little sharper. The program is a little more intentional. And uh, the food is, is going to be delicious. Because my understanding is it's all bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits. <laughs> well, hard freaking commit. <laughs> oh, Frank, you are. I would, a, uh... I'm going to look myself right in the face, Kitty, and I'm going to say, McGriddle me, Mama. <laughs> mama. Uh, you are, what do we, what do we dub him? Hey, don't uh, sleep like, on getting a chicken patty between those. Oh, buns. Now. That's on the hey secret yo. menu. That's on the secret menu. Regular. Yeah, what if, if we you, dubbed him? The, uh, the Hank Azaria of the, yeah, of the, of the F3 nation. Uh, uh, Frank, you are good. a, uh, you are a gift to the nation. Oh my goodness. No, and Frank. And Frank, I will tell you, um, yeah. Referring to cadre DS as not sharp and yeah. <laughs> saying that the, the current cadres are sharper. That was, uh, Doa rapido. Doa. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. I think what I meant is what how I meant it was they're they're sharper than they've ever been. Like they're right, sharper. That's it. That's, it. that's, that's it. kind of what I was. They're sharp in that's their own way. We're not comparing. Would, we're not comparing two men's blades here. It's about their would, own blade. You would hate to have someone hop a bird from Marrakesh and show up on your front door at oh four hundred. Especially that dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dark yeah. helmet. We love you. Uh, continue doing great work on behalf of the nation and uh, we actually have some serious guests we have to get to on this show this morning hey same thank guys i can't tell you enough how much i appreciate the cot uh, i appreciate everything that you guys do i appreciate uh, uh the men of f3 um and uh i guess uh today's the day that what we're we gonna clear the path and light the way right that's what Sir. we're gonna do that's the plan get it, it but our honor we are but do something uh, nice for someone that's right we are uh, but two humble servants <laughs> of the packs and it is uh-huh. three, three humble hey frank before you go if, yeah. uh, if two other men don't tell you this today from both of us, we love you. All right. Oh, shoot. Take that for what's worth. Hang on. That, that just locked up. Say it again. No, You're, we uh, said if, uh, if two other men don't tell you this today, we love you. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and guarantee that two other men probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> probably won't. So uh, I appreciate that. All right, brother. All right, boys. Catch up with you later. All right, Thanks for calling All in. Right. Bye. Later, helmet. That was Frank oh, that was Dark great. Helmet Schwartz, the president of F3 Nation, and also now the voice of Doa Rapido. Surprised you with that one. Had to have the big guy call in. And do that. I love it. What do you say it. we get to more uh, real business? Because <laughs> we actually have some real news to talk about. I'm sure the packs are anxiously waiting. <laughs> right, messing around for that. Uh, and uh, great uh, appearance there by Doa Rapido. So listen, uh, you guys know about F3 Nation disaster ops efforts. And really, this is uh, a plan for men of F3 Nation when there is a need that arises, when something happens in a community that's impacted, and we need high-impact men to step up we're able to send guys in. F3 Borland has been queuing this and, and been pushing on it uh, for the last few years. We saw this, uh, you know, spin out of hurricane disaster relief from Eastern North Carolina. Well, then just, you know, in the recent uh, weeks, we've had, you know, trouble come through Louisiana and, and uh, Hurricane Laura brought just a, a gut punch to these parts of southern Louisiana, specifically the Lake Charles area. And essentially, from what I've been told, basically picked up Lake Charles and moved it 
into Texas. And it has just been rough down there. Well, we've got F3 Gut Check who's calling in, who spent the weekend on the road in Lake Charles. And Gut Check, first and foremost, good morning, brother. How you doing, man? You rested up after a busy weekend of work? A little bit, a little bit. Needless to say, I, I fart sacked this morning. <laughs> a little tired. <laughs> Sounds like you earned a few winks. So uh, Daniel Griesbeck is your hospital name, F3 Gut Check. So first of all, just tell these guys, where, where are you out of? Where did you launch out of? And then, and then we'll talk a little bit about what St. Lake Charles, but, but where are you from? Where, where's your AO of home? Okay, so my AO home is in Woodstock, Georgia. I started at uh, the clinic, we call it, which is in downtown Woodstock, and it is what I would call my home AO. Um, F3 Cherokee is the region. And uh, so we left out of Woodstock, Georgia from a, from a little church called His Hands Church there was the, uh, was the starting point of our trip. Beautiful. Yeah, it's your boy, Hello Kitty. You're listening to COT Podcast, joined by, as always, Rapido. We've got Gut Check on the line from F3 Cherokee. And Gut, so uh, trouble comes through, big storm comes through. That part of southern Louisiana really impacted. The Lake Charles area gets hit really hard, and F3 mm-hmm. Disaster Ops steps up. So talk me through the timeline of hurricane comes through. We know there's a need on the ground. You guys decide to launch in. Just tell these guys what went into it. Sure, happy to do so. Um, so about that Tuesday morning when this thing was about to make landfall, uh, I called my friend Warren Causey, who runs the Sirens Project, and I'm on the board of that organization with him. And I just, I had a gut check. I just said, we got to go. I just texted him and said, we got to go. And uh, we got on the phone. He said, man, you're the third person to call me today to say we got to go. And normally a typical disaster response for us is, a couple people we go and you know clean up after a tornado typically we live near dixie alley so we go do that work um, that's pretty much but the lord just said you got to do this you got to get some people together and rally and so we had about a week we knew it wouldn't wouldn't be prudent to be immediate responders because we're not prepared for that right so we uh we waited a week and got ready and we got 10 10 men to go with us and um we really didn't know where we were going to land. We didn't know where we were going to sleep the first night. We just got in the car. We had five cars, a U-Haul. Um, the week before that, Warren went up to Louisville to meet with a nonprofit called Waterstep okay. and had worked with them to gather one of their, what they call water on wheels, wow, um, systems. And he brought it back and we took it down there and set it up on that first day that we were there. This was going to provide clean drinking water for the people of Lake Charles. So that was really the catalyst for the trip. And then of course we can't go without taking some steel chainsaws and some bobcats. Yep. <laughs> we went to get to work. <laughs> it's incredible, man. I mean, it's really incredible as you're driving in um, to see that. And I, and I think this idea of going, I mean, the fact that you guys went from Atlanta to Louisville, picked up this water purification system, brought it back down, teaming up with all these other organizations, you know, the Siren Project, which I know is near and dear to your heart. As you're driving in, to talk to us. What did you see as you're, as you're heading into it? Well, you know, it was, it was daylight. We had stopped in uh, Walker, Louisiana to stay the night at a Baptist church. We didn't even know anyone there. Somebody we connected with said, hey, we'll open our youth center. You sleep there. We slept there. We got up the next morning about uh, about sunrise and headed out. And about, about the time we got 30 miles out, we really started hitting traffic. We'd gotten through Baton Rouge and uh, we just really started hitting traffic. And then you soon found out, wow, 
Yeah. What was going on with the traffic was that everybody was rubbernecking and looking at the damage on I-10, on I-10 as you come across, I think it's I-10, um, or 12 as you're coming across there. It's just, you start to see things like talk, your billboards being laid across roofs as tarps. Oh my you start gosh. to see uh, an old water park with slides ripped off it. Um, you start to see farms with just giant old oak trees laid down. And that's just off the interstate 30 miles out from Lake Charles. And then it just, as we pulled in, I think I sent you or some other, some video of just driving in. Just, yeah, it was incredible. It's just devastating. I mean, we see this on a kind of a, what we call a micro scale when we go in, into a town that's had been hit by a tornado. Because you have a distinct yeah. path that the tornado went through. And it's very localized. You know, you could be on one end of a city and not see any damage. And then right through that path, you see a ton of it. What we realized was this is like a tornado had gone through um, a 50 mile wide stretch, you know, and, and I know it was larger than that, but basically the entire town of Lake Charles is, is shredded. I mean, that's just really the best way to put it. I mean, it looks like multiple tornadoes touched down at different times throughout. And it's just, it was wind damage. Wind damage was really the big factor during this storm. So as we rolled in, it was just chaos. You know, you could sense the chaos once you got there, that uh, these people are doing everything they can to get by and try to organize things. Hey, uh, I know Rabito's got a question for you. Yeah, One sure. thing before we get into that, because uh, you did a great job of documenting some of this when you were down there. Where can guys, uh, I know you were tweeting a little bit while you were down there. Maybe that's the best place for them to see some of that. So throw that Twitter handle at guys so they can, if they wanted to go back and see some of the things you saw and did while sure. you were there, where can they find that? Uh, at Sirens Project, so that's uh, Sirens as in Tornado Sirens, Sirens Project, um, at Sirens Project on Twitter or Instagram, or also just my personal Twitter or Instagram is both at Daniel Greasebeck. We can put that out there. Um, that's a hard last name to spell. <laughs> but, you know, I know you guys retweeted some of it, so look for it tagged by the nation and stuff. So, yep. uh, Great. Yeah, so, uh, Rapido here, it's good to get connected with you, Gut Check. Thanks for joining us uh, sure. to help tell us, uh, tell this story. I'm, I'm curious too about utilizing, you mentioned it a couple of times, you know, this network of folks that you've got established both locally and then the network of the network to get sort of down on the ground. And I've not done any actual response. I've done some training with Baptist Audition and I'm, you know, cleared to be on a chainsaw team and go. Last time I was supposed to go on Florence, I yeah, dropped I my ruck on my toe and shattered it in five pieces. But anyway, um, I'm curious about, you know, how you get to actual from, okay, we're, we're geared up, we're convoying, we're going to pick up the water uh, purification, and then you get down there. How do you get pinpointed about where you're going to go with such a wide mm -hmm. swath of disaster, as you said? How how do you get invited in or, or get pointed in the right direction for like most in need or most central location? Like if you guys can sort of set up shop here, you're going to be able to serve, you know, a concentric area. I'm just sort of curious about, okay, once boots are on the ground, what Well, next? I could simply say you make some phone calls and trust the Lord, but it's a little more complicated than that. It's um, when, when Warren went to Louisville, he was working with a woman named Isabel Eisenhart, who's with Reach Out Worldwide as well. They met and got trained on this water purification system. We've worked with Reach Out Worldwide a number of times as volunteers for them. So we have a connection there. And so they had a, a man on the ground down there named Merritt who 
we met up with as soon as we got there. He had already gone to the Trinity Baptist Church there in Lake Charles, which is one of multiple command centers there in town. The Southern Baptist Disaster Ops team is there. Um, you had Arkansas Disaster Relief. You had all these, tra you had Red Cross was there. You just show up and you see the trailer. So you just start talking to people. He had connected us with the Southern Baptist work orders. You know, so basically they right. had gotten to the ground first. Whoever gets there first kind of sets up shop mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. works it and um, brings everybody in. And what you see is everybody working as well together as they can, even though it's complicated and chaotic. And so we basically got there, Warren starts setting up with Isabel, the water purification system, and Merritt, we cleaned chainsaws and we got on the road and we went to the first house, you know, Friday afternoon. By the time we were there, we got that done. They served us lunch. They had a lunch team there. Well, that night we connect, or that day previously, through the same pastor that had connected us here to there, we got in touch with a woman named Shannon Easley from... Christ Community Church out of Denham Springs, Louisiana, three hours east. Okay. She had felt she'd felt the move to say, hey, go over there, take some volunteers, take a trailer, and go find somewhere. So she connects with a roofing company there. We slept three nights on the floor of a roofing company in their offices, and they had been hit by the storm. They had offered their home. And, and their place to Shannon to say, set up a food kitchen. So then another group was in there cooking food for the community, all under her direction. So we were kind of stationed out of two areas at once. And then you just get the work orders and you go. So you see this organization talks to this one, talks to this one. And before you know it, they're responding to the disaster. Um, so it's kind of first man in, first man gets to the job, really mm -hmm. gets to work. And then People come in and they just start calling them. Um, you know, really simply, you find that command center. We were able to locate Trinity Baptist Church, but even talking to Merritt later, I said, look, F3 guys are going to want to help. What do they do? And he said, go to Trinity Baptist Church, find the Southern Baptist uh, Disaster Ops trailer, and just say, here's what we have. Here's what we can do. How can we help? But I didn't know that until you know, halfway through the trip. <laughs> it's incredible, man. It's incredible. Uh, just to, to hear what all goes into it and the work you guys did. That's gut check out of F3 Cherokee talking about that trip to Lake Charles, Louisiana uh, this weekend and just doing incredible Lord's work. You know, I'm moved to think about this and these words out of James two. What good is it? My brothers, if someone says he has faith, but does not have works, can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body. What good is that? And so our brother, we're so incredibly grateful for your ability to bring those deeds, to bring those works along yeah. with your faith to the folks of Lake Charles. Before we let you go quickly in a minute, uh, not that we're really up against time. We can do whatever the heck we want here. We got no breaks. <laughs> we got no producer. Uh, what other F3 logos did you see rolling around when you were down there? Did you get a chance to connect with some other high impact F3 men? I, I did connect at least at least via the telephone and text message with uh, Money Cat as well as Worms out of Baton Rouge. They showed up and, and bless their hearts, they got thrown into the chaos right away. And uh, they were tarping roofs and showing up on jobs where it had already been tarped. And I know that's frustrating. Um, that's disaster ops, you know. <laughs> yep. You get a list from somebody and you show up and you might somebody else might have gotten over there and. Uh, 
And that's why I really recommend, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm talking with these guys right now. They're putting together a plan. Also, triple, uh, triple shift out of New Orleans. They've got a group me that they're running to uh, try to coordinate disaster ops. I'd say definitely, you know, hook up with, if you want to go, if you want to help, hook up at this point now with F3 Baton Rouge and F3 mm -hmm. New Orleans. Um, is, you know, did what we could to get down there and clear a path so they can know, you know, they're a lot closer. They're a three-hour drive, not a 14-hour drive. So I'd love to see those guys um, take the, you know, take the torch and carry it through yep. town. Um, I had numerous people ask me when they'd see my shirt, which every every trip I go on, I, I wear an F3 shirt because people ask. And, and they just, they asked and said, what is F3? And it's a great opportunity to explain it to yep. and they're just like wait you work out together and yet you go do things together yeah. and you help the community i'm like yeah the working out's just the fun part i mean the rest of it is just blessing people mm -hmm. and uh it was really cool to have that opportunity to to share f3 you know as well with people pray with people and we had you know we make a point with the sirens project to pray with every homeowner that we're that we're with just to give them hope give them peace through the storm um it's just a real blessing to get to do that. And, you know, we all know because we do F3, hard work is a blessing. And we really, uh, we got down there and we did some exhausting hard work. And you just leave, you leave going, man, I want more of it. I want to do more of it. <laughs> but, you know, you know, life, co life comes at you and you got to, you got to take care of your, your home front. So. Well, gut check. I appreciate you coming on for a number of reasons, but also the byproduct of is helping restore some faith in humanity with all the negativity that we're bombarded with from across the airways and social media screens, um, hearing the stories of people helping people yep. and just getting on the ground and doing, like you said, doing the hard work, blessed, blessed are those. Yep. And so thank you. Um, oh, sure. just a big thank you. Yep. Happy On behalf of the nation, it. brother. Yeah. Thanks for your work and, and really, really incredible story. And thanks for even taking a few minutes and sharing it with us this morning. Man, I'm happy to do it. Thanks for having me and uh, just get out there and do it, man. Anything you can do will help. Yep. I mean, if you can donate, if you can go, just do something, do something to help these people out. They're not getting the attention that they need or deserve. Wonderful well people down there. So giving and loving. Well said. All right, brother. Thanks. Go get some rest. Hey. You deserve it. All right. Take care, man. That was Gut Check calling in from F3 Cherokee. Spent the weekend down in Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, just doing really the Lord's work and and uh, great work by him and all those other uh, folks he mentioned and all those uh, partners on the ground. And my brother, you said it best, right? You don't check a political party box when you go to help somebody when they're digging out of trouble. None of that stuff matters. It's people over everything else. And and it's about getting out there and helping people. And so great for him to, uh, to come on and share his story. He was tracking those guys all weekend and the impact they had. And, and we both said, let's get him on the show and let's devote today's show to hearing about that kind of impact and really powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm happy to get connected with him and help, help spread the word for his organizations that he's a part of and connected with because um, they're going to need help down there for a while. Um, oh, sure. We're still in what seems to be a very active tropical season. And yep. I don't know that that's going to be the only one that has such a devastating impact on our, right. our brothers and sisters. Yeah, so unfortunately you're right. It won't great be work. I'm, I'm glad he came on. That's awesome. Yep. Let's take a quick break and uh, check in with bones. who has got a health tip for the packs talking uh, collagen. Let's go bones. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. 
This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. Supplements have been widely used by millions for health-promoting benefits, which include weight loss, more energy, faster recovery, balanced hormones, better sleep, and building muscle. The supplement industry is a $40 billion per year industry that is continuing to grow as more and more people seek out strategies to improve their health. One supplement that has gained more attention in recent years is collagen. Collagen is the most common protein and the most abundant substance in your body, second only to water. There are nearly two dozen types of collagen, but types 1, 2, and 3 make up 80 to 90% of the collagen in your body. Types 1 and 3 are found mainly in your skin, bone, ligaments, and tendons. When you're young, your body makes enough collagen to keep tissues pliable and youthful. However, that changes once you pass your mid-20s. By the time you reach 40, your body's ability to produce its own collagen drops about 25% and by over half by age 60. When you're in your 80s, you have about four times less collagen, which is why your skin now wrinkles, creases, and sags more on your face and neck. The most common use of collagen supplementation is for better skin, nails, and hair, but research has shown that it can play a much bigger role in our overall health. Additional benefits of collagen include stronger muscles and bones, better sleep, healthier joints, and improved heart health. The best sources of collagen in our diets are derived from protein-rich foods, including beef, chicken, fish, and eggs. But if you're only eating the muscle part, you're selling yourself short. The other parts of the animal is where the best sources come from. This includes the skin, organs, and bones, a true nose-to-tell approach of a nutrition. Bone broth has been used for centuries to extract the powerful amino acids from the bones of animals to produce a collagen-rich drink. The time-consuming aspect of making bone broth and the thought of eating heart, liver, and spleen, however, has prompted many companies to provide a variety of collagen-rich products that are both convenient and tasty. Collagen peptides are what is found in most capsule and powdered options and can be quickly taken with water or mixed in a blender. 20 to 50 grams of collagen peptides can take and be taken daily depending on your nutritional needs or goals. If healthier skin, nail, and hair is your goal, then 20 grams should be enough. If you're actively exercising, experiencing muscle soreness, or injury, then adding more grams would be recommended. Another option is to use desiccated organ supplements. This is when the heart, liver, spleen, kidney, and pancreas of an animal is put in a capsule form for easy consumption. In fact, this is what I personally use as a strategy to ensure I'm getting the benefits of nose-to-tail eating. As with all supplements, the quality matters, and making sure you're getting peptides from properly fed and raised animals is important. So Pax, I can't think of a better time to incorporate collagen into your health strategy now that the Iron Pax is among us. Not only will it help your bone and muscle strength, but help you recover faster and accelerate your king. Kitty and Repito, I'm sure you boys have had some organ meat before. Keep up the great work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. I've uh, sat in the back room of a dark Chinese restaurant in Beijing, and God only knows what was in some of those pots. Oh, yeah. Straight out of the wet market, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, I mean, I like he says – nose to tail eating i've heard of that other, some other ways too other parts of the world that's from the ruta to the tuta <laughs> there you go <laughs>
which part would that be uh western north carolina coming up? uh in any and all yeah, parts right. of this um blessed state of yeah the appreciate you bones as always for dropping some health tips on the guys i saw something cool uh my brother out of franklin tennessee this weekend so a t-clap to those guys they had 50 plus come to the armada which must be one of their aos it said this morning in franklin tennessee for family fun run uh, needs a bunch of, uh, they had a bunch of FNGs come out and they had a bunch of families and had a great time with that. And so uh, thanks to the Twitterless Wilson and Chris Holtz is one of their guys. And so just great work on F3 Franklin uh, for That's having awesome. 50 plus and for folding in a, uh, a family activity. And I don't know if you saw this yet, but I want you to go check it out for you okay. and the rest of the nation. What F3 Charleston's got going on their Twitter handle right now. So they're doing this, uh, why is F3 special to me? And the guys of their local region are able to chime in with either video submissions or they're tweeting them out. And there's some powerful stuff in there. Cool. One guy talks about a family thing that happened to him and how F3 pulled him out. So I definitely recommend you guys go check out uh, F3 Charleston. On the That's Twitter. a great idea. Yeah, it's good stuff. And let's give out, uh, we've got one tap here uh, to offer up today, and it's local for us, but something that will reach across the F3 Nation. So it's for F3 Parker, possibly named Will Thompson. Uh, they lost their dad late last week, but Will's dad has been battling Alzheimer dementia for the last, you know, few years. And, and the beauty of this is obviously hard to say goodbye. Uh, it's been a, it's been a tough couple of years to watch him, you know, for, for Parker and his family to watch dad, you know, mentally decline, but, but to, but uh, to, to, so obviously to offer the taps for his family, but I got to offer some praises for Parker to watch the grace and the maturity in which he's handled this and to hear him speak about his dad being made whole, you know, and going home and, and, and to hear about him and his sister, you know, Parker and his sister being able to, you know, to process this together and to deal with this together. It has been really amazing. And I, you know, we wish obviously, you know, the prayers of the nation for him, but I feel so grateful to have these men around to, to learn from, to share in these experiences with, to be able to pull from, uh, to and, and just to watch him handle this with such grace has been pretty powerful. Yeah, Parker's a high impact man uh, through and through, yeah. both for for our region here. But he is a he's a quintessential dad and family man. But he's also wise beyond his years when it comes to stuff like this. And all the conversations I've had with him about life and some other things, uh, he's a super impressive dude. And um, I know he's like you said, he's he's leading an example of yeah. of 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 being that packs but also that leader in his household right, right now and and doing and doing things that some of us may not have the capacity to do and it's such a time of of loss and so yeah. it's it's really inspiring to see and i want to give a, a tea clap to some of our folks here in carpex who are able to help get him connected um his, his dad is a veteran and so thank him for his service but help get him connected so that hopefully they can get some some colors and, and uh taps played at the yep. service because a lot of that has been put um on the back burner because of covid but i think i think i saw on slack he was able to maybe get connected with somebody that's going to be able he to was. help him nope. out he's, he is today, uh so. he's good to go i mean here's a telling thing about this right you know they lost his dad i think it was last thursday Friday morning, he was in the gloom working out. We're doing quarantine for our BRR team, right? So it was a small group. Mm -hmm. He said, but he said, like, there's no place I need to be right now at this time of the morning than right here with you guys. Uh, and, and that's so exactly what Gnarly Goat said a month or two ago when right. he lost his mom. That's right. And Same so thing, it's right. Yeah. Let's count ourselves blessed, man. Uh, what do you say we take these guys out? I know you got a, a hard charging quote that's going to get them fired up. To yeah, I want to say real quick. 
I want we'll end with the quote, but I want to say real quick, shout out, like I mentioned before to Canuck who I co-queued up at F3 Boone uh, Homestead yesterday. Uh, he was letting me that gnarly goat has uh, organized down in Cornelius a, a 9.11 mile ruck that's going to hit a bunch of fire stations oh, uh, that's launching at 0400 on Friday morning. Nice. Uh, so shout out to those boys for getting up and getting after it. And anybody that may be inclined and in the area that can go ruck with those guys um, do so hit up, hit up the gnarliest of all goats. Yeah. Well, let us not forget then to take this moment as we do go into what is nine 11 week here. Uh, you think about the date that comes up this week and, you know, uh, it hits that calendar every year. So let, let us just take a moment and, and offer up praises for, uh, you know, all of those who on that day stepped up and ran into buildings when the, when the, uh, when, when your gut would tell you to go the opposite direction. Right. And so a grateful nation as always takes time this week to, to honor those who, who on that day stepped up and then those who in the days to follow stepped up and, and many who ultimately paid the price for our freedom uh, when our nation was attacked on that day. All right, hit us with a quote, man, and we'll, uh, and we'll call this thing a wrap. Yeah, so it's a nice segue into this week's quote because I pulled it off an Instagram of one yeah. Tim Kennedy who's, uh, who a lot of PACs will know from MMA, but also he's a, he's a hard charging. Um, if I was ever going to picture someone standing on a boat, putting a knife in between their teeth and jumping into the ocean, it would be Tim Kennedy. <laughs> He's, he comes to mind. He's one of the top two or He's three. Top two or three that would do that move. Um, so he, he's a great Instagram follow for, yeah. for a number of reasons. Um, but he put a quote up the other day from Thucydides, and I believe I'm saying that right. Um, Thucydides was a, uh, a man who wrote firsthand accounts of the Peloponnesian War in I Greece. Give, I give you if credit for my saying, memory for saying his name correct. twice. I had to just glossed over it as quickly as possible and moved on. So well done. Thucydides. So um, I enjoyed the quote and I, I like it because of our, our continued need for leadership in this country and our yep. continued need for yep. um, personal responsibility and accountability yeah, sure. um, and, and to be you know, better men and stewards. So the quote is the society that separates its scholars from its warriors will have its thinking done by cowards and its fighting done by fools. So think about this in the context of we've got fewer and fewer people in um, positions of leadership at a national level that have, that have served in uniform um, that have, that have been on the front lines of any type of um, conflict or, or hard times. And as we, as we get down in the sort of the last, you know, 3000 feet of runway here for the election, it's only get more chaotic. So. Well, I think you just, take uh, that. I think rely you on each other, man. Let's, yeah. I think you take that mindset into your daily approach, right? So what, what's a warrior mindset that I could take today? It doesn't mean we don't need scholars. It doesn't mean we don't need academics. It doesn't mean any of that. It means that you right. need to, to have, uh, you know, in this case, you need the warriors who are ready to go out and do the work. It also means, like we talked about before, we've got you. You've got to be willing to put the work in. You've got to be willing to do the hard things. You've got to be willing to jump to the tip of the spear and go out there. You've got to be willing to clear the path and light the way. Like, you've got to put yourself out in front of these things. That's what this is all about. It's about finding opportunities to put yourself out in front and be hardened up a little bit every single day. Get a little bit harder, get a little bit smarter, get a little bit more physically fit, get a little bit more dedicated to your family, to your God, to your country every single day. And if you do that, you can defy the sifter. Brother, I love you. Wow. I'm ready to go. Let's go. We got to get out of here. Have a great week, man. Get after it. Love you too, man.
This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3COT Podcast. Until next time, I'm Brian Jodas, 38, Hello Kitty, and this has been the COT Podcast.